Ready Check Radio. What's up, Internet? It's Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means it's time for another another Relic Grind. Ready Check Radio's Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Byrne. As always, welcome, welcome, welcome. We've got a great show for you here today. If you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, watching on YouTube, all that stuff, Stop on by, readycheckradio.com. Do me a favor, upper right-hand corner is all the socials. It's been a couple days, gents, since we have picked up a Twitch follower. I don't like it. I don't like it. All the socials in the upper right-hand corner. Click them, give them a follow, subscribe, turn on those notifications, all that fun stuff. It's fast, it's easy, it's free. A great way to support us as we do what we do. If you like what we do, and obviously spread the word to your friends, Check it all out. It's very easy. ReadyCheckRadio.com will uh, give you all the info. We're Speaking of all the info, we're going to talk about Final Fantasy XIV. We're going to talk about Yoshi P wanting some changes and spilling a little bit of info about some upcoming patches, including .08 and when we can expect more from .1. And then we'll have a, a bunch of other Square Enix news joining me to go over all of it. As always, Mr. Chris Montoya, a.k.a. Tarkoth. How are you, sir? Greetings programs. I am 95% free from COVID delicious and feeling better and uh, getting some savage done too. That's been a good week. Nice, nice, nice. So you you are done savage 1 and 2, right? Si, senor. And it was a it was a like skin of your teeth pulled it off in yeah. the last pool type deal. What happened? Yeah, so we we had we knew we were close. We had seen enrage twice. Um, so we were like, okay, let's come back Monday. We'll do an hour of, of overtime. We, we usually keep to nine hours a week. So we did an hour of overtime and we were wiping and we're wiping. And we're like, okay, one last pull and we got the kill. We're like, yeah. So nerd screams plenty. Congrats. Congrats. So halfway there, starting mm-hmm. Prague on three. Also yes. on Savage Ooh. Prague, Mr. Adam Lane, a.k.a. Kronos. You're a little bit ahead. But not much. Yeah. They're catching up not, to you. No, yeah, we've uh, so we're on the we're we're on this home stretch. We're we're about to be in the second half of the fourth fight. So we're getting there. We might we might kill it next week. We'll see. I don't I don't want to say I don't want to be too super hopeful, but we we could kill it. But but within reason, it it feels doable by next week. Yeah. It's not like yeah, oh, so. we're probably gonna need another week after this. I think I think we can. Good. Yeah. Good, good, good. So let's let's talk about that before we get into uh, some of the stuff that happened this week on Radio Mog Station. That uh, it's you know, bless you by the way, all of you that do the translations for mm-hmm. Radio Mog Station. You're doing the Lord's work there. I'll tell you that much. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, there's too many that I look at to to give lists for all of them. So just a generic love you all for doing the Japanese translations for those long ass shows. Uh, that can be interesting, but also sometimes have their slower dollar moments occasionally. Before we get started with that, gentlemen, now that you know you're halfway through it uh, and you're you're almost all the way through it, Chronos, uh, let's kind of take a minute and compare it. Right? We gave early, very very early impressions on last week's show because it was the first week you had to to be able to get in there and take a look at it. What are we feeling? Does it feel on par difficulty-wise with Savages of the Past? Is it a little disappointing? Is it harder than you expected? Where are you and your crew landing, Tark? Uh, I think we're feeling like it's probably one of the best tiers that we've ever had. Um, Right up there with like Creator, um, maybe a little bit more difficult than that, but um, I'm really liking it. I'm loving the the curve and, and figuring things out. Um, especially with two and having the restricted arena, uh, it, it really makes you think of your geometry and where you're placing stuff. So I'm really digging this tier. Three sucks. I uh, <laughs> three absolutely sucks. Yeah, we, 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 we've got two hours tasted on that, and the the pace has really picked up. So we we see this is the wall, um, but we're uh, confident we can hopefully get it done this week. Are you enjoying the fights though, or are they feeling like oh yeah, uh, this is kind of a grind? You know. 
learning these no, and, and not executing yet. Maybe them. in like two months. We'll, well, yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah, yeah. That. That's just like the repetition. It becomes a grind. Yeah. I'm talking about like the, the fights just aren't interesting. You're not having any of that, any of your crew? No, I don't. I think everyone's um, my black mage is not liking tube. Yeah, uh, we'll get into black mage a little bit later, but yeah, he's not liking too very much because of all the the movement and needing to go to specific points. But um, I, I I dig this tier. It's yeah. It's we can go ahead challenge. and just throw out that concern. We thought you know maybe is it possible they went with too much mobility for black mage? Yeah, and I know I had no. already come back and said no, that that's not a problem. It's really, really not a problem. Kronos, what's the what's the pulse of your free company when it comes to uh, Savage uh, Pandemonium? Uh, no, we're having a lot of fun. I I think we're pretty easy to please, though. Like, it's really hard for us to be, like, super disappointed. Yeah, you're there just like, like, there's Savage content. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I do think it's a little bit easier, but it's like a first tier. So, I mean, that's not surprising. I, I feel like this is just as easy as probably other first tiers. Feels a little bit easier than Eden's Gate, but not to the point where it's like less fun or anything. Uh, we've still been having a lot of fun. We've been progressing faster than we normally do as well. I think probably partially because of that. But uh, the last, the last two are, are definitely a step up from the first two. For How sure. bad is everybody jonesing for an ultimate at this point now? A little taste of some new harder content, but yeah. how bad waiting. do you want an ultimate? <laughs> yeah, I mean we're already trying to figure it. out what we're playing in it, so we're already waiting. <laughs> Well, there's some jobs that just are not pro progressing well, so maybe apparently, apparently, yeah, apparently there are some jobs that need to be uh, fixed or helped a little bit. Uh, don't worry. I mean, if you're Reaper and you see people calling for some nerfs to the old Reaper, don't worry. You ain't getting the nerfs. What the team would rather do is pull other classes up to those types of numbers and that type of performance. We got a, that and a lot more out of Radio Mog Station with Yoshi P and team where they did talk about some of the 6.08 details and uh, we're not going to get a ton of information of six, about 6.1 yet, but we were right, gentlemen, last, our last show when we kind of predicted, ah, eh, that's going to be like late February, early March when we get like a live letter and a big spill of all that. They did confirm it is going to be late February for they they didn't even say it was a live letter right according to the translations maybe it was just left implied in the translations but they just kind of said end of February you'll have more details a lot more details about six one so that's probably when we can expect the next live letter some of the things talked about though uh, just generically we'll start with those uh, there's going to be announcements of uh, status for servers and new servers and when sales will go up. They're kind of thinking they might be able to sell the game again next week. And that's always good for a company that likes to make money. Uh, sure. You know, being yeah. able to sell the damn thing. That's pretty good. New Game Plus for 6.0 will be implemented in 6.1. Just turn that shit around real quick. Here you go. Have a 6.0. And that kind of makes sense. Like, it does seem a little fast, but this was the end of the Zodiac storyline, right? So you kind of want that sure. in there as fast as possible, right, Kronos? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Because, because like you said, it's the end of that, that long run, and everything from here on out is going to be, like, new and, and fresh, I guess. So it makes sense that they would push that earlier, and then you'll probably see a little bit more delay on the next stuff, I would assume, when that actually comes out. They're going to adjust <laughs> some of the new NPC system that they used in 6.0 main story. Uh, they do agree that it was maybe rushed and a little bit overdone, something all three of us gave as almost immediate feedback, even in our pre-spoilers show, Tark, when we were talking about mm -hmm. our initial impressions of N. Walker, and we were like, yeah, it's neat, but it is way overdone. Uh, apparently, we weren't the only ones, and the feedback has been received, and there are going to be some changes there. That's that's a great thing. It's <laughs> a great thing. That, that, that is a great thing. I didn't I, I didn't feel it was overdone. I just you didn't have the option to not really use it. If you had someone, you had to go through those steps to guide them where they needed to be. Um, so if you wanted to teleport in city. In Reset Town, let's say, 
Um, you couldn't teleport from a spot that you have already and, and just be there. No, you have to go through and guide Grahatia through Razahem when you already know where you need to go. Um, or if you mount up, you just leave that NPC behind and then you can't finish the quest either. So I, I, I liked it. I just, there just needs to be an option where if you don't want to deal with that, then you have that option. I don't know. I, I just generally, at the end of the day, Cronus just didn't like it. Um, initially, I was like, yeah, this is really neat, and I can understand why they're doing it. You know, the, not only does it give you the cool G-Po stuff for people to take advantage of that, that's super cool. Uh, and I don't want it taken out because I know people like that stuff, and, and so that's cool for them. But uh, it was, I, you know, we said it this is overused every time you turn around it's one of these things and it's just slow gating things is is really what it felt like yeah it's like i'm happy for the people that wanted to be immersed in that i'm not one of those people uh, <laughs> i like the game i like the npcs i like you know reading their text and stuff but i like i want to be able to teleport around and not leave them behind so it's frustrating for me and then because it's just so often used it just kind of like just makes you ma more mad every time <laughs> Because you're just like, I just got done with the quest doing one. Okay, here's another one. Here's another one. Yeah. And then you go do a side quest, and you're like, oh, here's one in a side quest. And I'm just like, please, can we stop? So, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely on the fence of like, I don't want to take it out either because I think it's a cool thing in the game. I just want to be able to turn it off or something. That's really my wish. Or at least make it where it's like I can teleport if I want or mount up. Yeah, something. mount up is the big one. Mount up. I can't I didn't teleport as many times as you did, but there were numerous times where I mounted up, got to the location, turned around and was like, "What the oh, come on." <laughs> yeah. Now Man. go find where you left them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um we talked about Reaper not getting nerfed. But that's because the devs do want to buff somebody. They think that uh Black Mage and Samurai and Dancer could all use some higher damage. They are also talking about making some changes to some other classes that maybe support things a little more to, to get them some adjustments. Now, we already saw some of these, some little adjustments in 6.05, uh, but these are geared towards 6.08. Kronos, I want to get your your kind of take on this. Actually, all three of us will talk about it for a little bit here. Because is it too early for buffs and nerfs in in seeing what's going on? Are these the right classes that should be targeted? I said a couple episodes ago that I thought Black Mage needed a little bit of help. And and I know both of you kind of poo-pooed me just saying, hey, you want your class to be stronger. It hits like a truck, Mike. What do you want? And I said, yeah, it does hit by, by, like a truck, but... Over the duration, I, I think it is a little bit behind. And I, I even qualified it. I said, not much, but I do think it's a little bit behind. Turns out Yoshi P and team feel the same, but they also feel the same about Samurai, Dancer, and some other classes. So let's talk class balance. Now that you're basically in the hardest content available until we get some ultimates at some point, um, are they in need of balance. Are these the right classes to be targeting Kronos? So before I say what I'm going to say, I just want to reiterate what I always say. You can beat the hardest content with any job you want, okay? Yeah. yeah. The balance that I'm talking about probably doesn't affect you. If you're you just talking about play whatever, you, you personally go with the yeah. min-max level. Yeah, yeah. I'm more talking about just like the high end. Like I want my, ideally, right, perfect balance would be like everybody's DPS that they're contributing through the raid, buffs, or personal should basically be equal through the rules. That's that's like ideal. That'll never happen, right? That's like magical Christmas land. And of but, course, adjusting for player skill. Yeah, right. Cool. Yeah, I mean, you have to take that into account too. So, like, I don't think any class is so bad that like you should be not putting them in your party finders because there are people doing that. Please stop doing that because that's stupid. Um, I'm seeing a jobs. lot of that for Savage right there now is. too. A lot and, of it. Yeah. Yeah, paladins are definitely the big one that it's like, they're just like, no paladins, you can't come in here. Like, you're not allowed. And to be, like, <laughs> paladins need to be buffed, which it's like, I feel like he didn't mention that enough in this, in this like, list of things that he needs to be changed. And I think paladins the most egregious thing right now. Paladins are just so far behind the other tanks, it's insane to me. Um, but, again, like, you can still clear on, I cleared on paladin the first couple of weeks before I switched to warrior just because I'm more comfortable on it. So it's like, you can do it. 
it's not like paladins can't clear. Paladins have cleared the for the, the hardest fight in like base gear, so it's like you can do it. So like the people that are doing that, it's just dumb. But uh, to the balance aspect of it, I actually do agree. I think black mages and samurais both debuffs. They're the the one that really kills me. He mentions monk in here. Yeah, monk <laughs> is insane right now. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, if they buff Monk, Monk's going to be better than Reaper, and Reaper is pretty nutty right now too. I don't think I don't want to nerf either one. I actually agree with the balancing of bringing the other ones up to the point where like everybody's kind of hitting hard, and it feels good, right? Because I think Monks and Reapers right now do feel good to play. So I don't want them to change that. I'd rather them make the other ones feel better. I think you need to mention Ninja. Like they changed Ninja, but Ninja still needs a lot more help. You don't see Ninjas like anywhere. Like no one's playing Ninja really. Paladins are in the trash can. Dancers are in the trash can right now. They definitely need help. Uh, healers, from a damage perspective, is actually fine. I have my issues with healer, but it has nothing to do with actual damage. It's more just like quality of life stuff. Um, and particularly the, and, white mage. Yeah, but yeah. it's like, but it's like that's not like white mages can't. They're they're doing damage and they're clearing the fights. It's fine. It's just it's mostly just like things I think don't really make much sense in their kit. But uh, so I do hope that they buff a fair bit of the classes and bring stuff up. Like, Dragoon's another one. I feel like Dragoon's need buffs, too, for sure. Uh, you just don't see Dragoon's and Ninjas right now. It really, like, every party is, like, Monk Reaper uh, for the most part. Uh, and then, uh, honestly, Red Mage is a bit strong, too, which is why I think Black Mage needs the buff, because Red Mage, the addition of Magic Barrier with also mm -hmm. the, like, now they just melee combo all the time. All the time. So it's like... They're actually, and, and on top of that, Verays, right? That's still a thing, like keeping your people alive, like being able to see more mechanics helps you prog. And their damage is not that far behind Black yeah, Mage. Yeah, it's not terrible. Which, yeah, which is why I think Black Mage in, in Samurai, too. Samurai is like, right now, Samurai's trying way harder than Reapers and Monks, probably. Monks a bit hard. Reapers, a little bit on the easier side. But like, Samurais are trying much harder for like still less damage, and they're not really giving anything to the party, so, so they definitely need a buff too. When you so. gentlemen kind of laughed at me there, I I was I wasn't just make saying hey like buff my black mage. It was actually red mage that kind of made me feel like my yeah. black mage was lagging a little behind. And when I had said that savage wasn't out yet, so I I really didn't be like we need a buff right now. You know, I was like let's wait, let's see what happens with savage and everything. But it was because of my red mage. It kind of felt like if I'm going to be doing X damage with my my black mage and I can do X damage or maybe X minus a fraction of X, why wouldn't I bring the class that has a raise, can toss an emergency cure, just has just infinitely more... Uh, versatility and utility because black mages we're not we, we don't have a lot of utility uh, <laughs> we just, just kind of come in and blow it up and then you know okay uh, so it was kind of like well why would I bring my black mage then um, so that was kind of where the impetus for me Kronos was that you know my black mage doesn't feel great it feels fine like it's fun to play and it does its damage and I'm I clear everything but if I was going to go into Savage tomorrow, this, again, at the time, Savage had not launched yet. If, if I'm going to go into Savage tomorrow, I'd probably just take my Red Mage to scrape a little extra utility out of it, Tark. Yeah, it's all great points from both of you. Um, my my concern is the weird hole that Summoner is in. And I got this huge rework, um, but it doesn't have the damage, it seems, that Red Mage or Black Mage has it seems like they're nudging it towards the physical range. Well, see, what they do faster, is so. they counterbalance <laughs> that by putting out big-ass summons, obstructing my vision, breaking my black mage <laughs> rotation, and bring my DPS down to That's where theirs is. Too. That's what's going on. That's how they do it. To, to me, the summoner and, and paladin stuff feels a bit intentional from Square's side. Um, because they're so mobile, right? Like Paladin can pull away from the boss for eight GCDs now, and sure. like they're basically arranged for the for that duration. Summoner can move more than like like more than almost sometimes more than dancers in them. Like um, yeah, Summoner has. Neobari <laughs> knows what I'm talking about. The Titan yeah. butt debuff is real. It is <laughs> yeah, absolutely real. <laughs> you got to do that pet size, but uh, yeah, they have four hard casted GCDs every two minutes. I think that's yeah. it. So it's like they're they're moving around just like a physical range. So I think Square dinged them for that, but then they realized that that's wrong. They they gave them the buff. The Phoenix buff actually helped quite a bit. They're 
still behind, but I, I think by design, like, like again, Paladin should probably be behind all three of the tanks in damage. I think yeah. that's fine. It's just yeah. how much they're behind right now is insane. Uh, yeah. That's my biggest problem. I think Summoner will always be the third like caster in terms of damage, but you get that kind of flow. Like It flows really good. Like When you play Summoner, it actually feels really good. I think that's the thing about Summoner and Reaper, and even Sage, too. Like the, They're basically the new jobs. They're you can tell they're like new design jobs because if they fl they just flow so much better and they feel so much more forgiving than the, the older jobs that are kind of like pigeonholed in these different weird old systems. Like like Reaper, you can kind of like mess up a little bit and kind of get back on track. Same with Summoner. I mean, like you, you'll lose a little bit, but like you're just kind of going through your thing, your stuff, you know, and you don't really feel punished as much like you would with other jobs. So well, and that was that was one of the big revamps or reasons for the revamp to Summoner was because it was just absolutely punishing. Yeah. When you screwed up, or for God forbid, you died, then yeah. you, you know after your res, you might as well just, <laughs> just go ahead and sit in the corner, and uh, and just watch everything go out. The Q saying every time one of those giant summons appears on the field, I think we got a new ad. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> yeah. It, it still happens too. That's nice. It's That's still. Nice. It's still you ever see three at one party? Yeah. Three, three summoners at one party? That gets <laughs> oh, my bad. God. Yeah. Um, I have a, a question, though. Yep. With the, the WoW transplants, do we think that maybe is contributing to this uh, notion that some jobs are not viable? Because WoW is notorious for having really sketchy job balance or class balance there, um, whereas some classes and some trees there just aren't viable in that high-end rating or mythics. Do you think that maybe part of that is contributing to this kind of attitude? I don't think so. Like pers I, Personally, I don't think so. I remember having this discussion back when Heaven's Word came out or, or was getting ready to come out um, back on Game Breaker uh, or on State of the Realm with Mr. Happy. I like. I remember when Ninja was released, like... Kronos, you said almost exactly the same thing we said back then. You can feel you can feel that this is a newer class when you play it. Mm -hmm. It just mm -hmm. plays differently. And then we said the same thing um, when Red Mage uh, came out and Gunbreaker. It was like you could tell that these were newer classes. I just think that's a byproduct of the dev team learning, the game evolving, time going by. Um, that. You have new classes that you know how they want to. You want them to behave, how you want them to be played, and so you build them that way. Yeah. But then you're still stuck in Black Mage works like this, and mm -hmm. we might be able to add things to it and spice it up, or give it new spells, or make some these spells work just a little bit differently. But at the end of the day, it's still going to be an Enochian cycle, fire, 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 fire two, or, you know, fire four, 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 one, you know, whatever your, your site, your opener is, is some of you doing cold openers. Some of you doing hot ones. I don't care what you do. Have fun. Um, but you're still stuck in the mechanics. So without a huge summoner esque rework, they're still going to play like they've always played to a certain degree. So it's trying to fit what you've done in the past into where you think you should be going in the future, and I don't think that has anything to do with people coming from other games. Yeah, I don't think well, so either. But go, go ahead, Dark. I, I was just saying about the attitude of the players and saying, no, we can't have Paladins. They're just not doing the damage they need to. So we had that in Heaven's Word. Yeah, I don't know Heaven's Word. Like, uh, that's why Warfighter. the one. That's the one that popped it, into my head um, real quick was Heaven's with, Word. Yeah, with Neobari is mentioning four and we did see some of that there too. But I thought Heaven's Word is where <laughs> Paladins in particular. Paladins right now are underperforming because they're just undertuned. I think Paladins back then were unplayable. They were bad, uh, but you know yeah. you could still clear with them. It just you were. It was like way more of a detriment. And even like <laughs> back then, like you, if you weren't bringing a dragoon and a bard machinist and probably oh. both. You were a detriment. Yeah, the, the synergies um, there during Heaven's Ward were absolutely yeah. yeah, and that that's all gone now. So I don't I don't think Paladin's like in some unplayable spot, but this balance right now I do think is worse than probably anything we had all last expansion. And I think that's where yeah. it comes from. I think you're yeah. you have a lot of raiders that just raided in Shadowbringers, and the balance during most of Shadowbringers, like probably ninety percent of it, was was stellar, very good. Yeah. Uh, and I think right now we're in a weird spot where there are just some jobs that are underperforming, but at the same which time, which always happens. Yeah, which but always the happens. Time, they can clear. Like those jobs can clear right now. It's just 
they're just not doing as like it, the, the the gap is too big, and and I think they should fix that, which I think is what this patch they're trying to do. I just hope they target the right things. Is really, it's important to say though that none of this is abnormal. Right, this isn't like no, they forgot yeah. how to balance all of no. a sudden, and there's always balance issues in MMOs, whether it's Final Fantasy fourteen or something else. Particularly when you do add new classes and stuff like that. I just, I kind of agree that it's a little more pronounced in this expansion than it was in the last one. That's why it maybe feels a little bit of like a bigger deal right now. Not necessarily because there are more, you know, people talking about it. I, I just, yeah. Anyway, that's my take on it. I think that's basically accurate. bring the player with the skill. Don't worry yeah. so much about the job. Od odds are yeah. the It'll, paladin. You'll, you can clear. Yeah, odds are the paladin you're not bringing is probably going to hit his buttons better than the guy that you're searching for the particular role because there there are people that are good on those jobs and just because you bring one doesn't mean they're going to outperform the guy on the other one. Yeah, like and player you, skill still. And you paladins, when you see that in the party finder. And the, uh, uh, looking for groups, no paladins. They aren't people you wanted to be friends with yeah, anyway. Put them on. Put them on the blacklist. Move on. <laughs> they aren't people you want. Those aren't the kind of That's people you need in your life. Those aren't the That's kind jobism. of people. Uh, speaking of jobs, currently looking at who's going to be, what's going to be. I guess I should say the next poster job for 7.0. I mean, this is early, but for us as players, it's early. For them as devs, you always got to be X patches ahead, X expansions ahead, ready to go. Not surprising that they're thinking about it. I know we had the discussion a lot going into Endwalker, and we made a lot of supposition and guesses, all of which were ultimately wrong, um, going into it based on things we had seen or heard in Shadowbringers. Let's take all of that off the table, gents. Don't, I'm not tying you to any, you know, well, they said chemist, and these people are chemists, and this boss is a necromancer. Take that all off there. Doesn't care. Wish list. Wish list it, gentlemen. Tark, you got to pick. It's you and Yoshi P sitting down. Who is the poster job for 7.0 if Tark gets to make the final call? If I get to make the call... I'd say Red Mage. I think it could be an exciting cinematic experience, visual experience for trailers. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see Red Mage do it. Hmm. Kronos? Uh, see, I, I'd want it to be White Mage, but I would worry for what he just yeah. said, actually. Like, I don't know how the trailer would be cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I would be worried about that, the cinematic part of it. But uh, I would I would probably want White Mage to be the poster job. We haven't had a healer, but it, that's probably because yeah. of the trailer thing, honestly. Yeah. So. <laughs> Freycore saying Blue Mage. <laughs> they would get roasted. If Blue Mage was a oh, job, they would get roasted. Every they would amazing. have to transition that to an actual job. <laughs> I mean, obviously I would say Black Mage, but I already had my day in the sun, right? I am way back when, way back when. So I, I think I kind of got to go Red Mage too. Just, just from heart, from my heart. But I would like to see a healer. I would like to see a healer spotlighted. The trailer's going to suck, but <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see a healer. Sage might not, might not be too bad in I think it's too soon. I think it's too yeah, soon. Yeah, like, I, do I, too. I don't That's think you I see Sage as the it. poster in 7.0 when it was just released in 6.0. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm honestly, I feel like it, I feel like maybe White Mage actually. It's just such an iconic job, right? It is. That, that it is. hasn't really had a spotlight. Black Mage is too. Yeah, but arguably, wasn't that a Realm Reborn? Yeah, I guess you could argue you that. Know, yeah. You know, that was like the primary marketing material for a Realm Reborn was the the eye patch hat artifact gear. I still see him as a warrior, though, like in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a warrior. Yoshi P had some other stuff to say on Mog Station Radio, including a discussion about the Asians and the original source slash inspiration. Now, this is from a uh, a post on Reddit, the one I'm going to be quoting here by uh, Oku Raku. So thank you so much for posting that uh, and doing some of this translation work. So the translation goes a little like this, gentlemen. Um, and who is who is N? I'm sorry. 
I don't know who the name is. Oh God, who was he? Who was Yoshi P talking to? Uh, <laughs> I don't remember his name either, to be honest. All right. So they say, "Is asking anything okay?" And Yoshi P says, "I'll just pretend you didn't ask." So go ahead. Laughs about the Asians. When I was doing my first work on fourteen, uh, and if you remember who he was talking to, please remind me. I'm having a brain fart uh, in chat. When I was doing my first work on 14, it was almost 2.0 or just after 2.0 maybe. But in the documents that came with the script, it was written, the original inspiration for the Asians is, and Yoshi P cuts him off and says, ah, yes, that, it's gone. And he said, ah, I figured it's gone, Yoshi P. Yep, no more. 100% gone? Yeah, right. I mean... If it were still true, it would be really weird, right? Is what I was thinking all along. And Yoshi P says, yeah, that. In the beginning, a fellow named uh, Kazutoyo Mihiro had just gone and written all the settings in one burst. And, well, I'm assuming what you're referring to, but... And they say, oh, great. Yoshi P says, I thought this will definitely not pass. (laughs) He says, oh, my God, me too. I thought, wow, this passed? Yoshi says, no, that didn't pass. Okay, Yoshi continues, right. So once we'd removed that, actually we had decided, we had not decided what to do. Uh, so like the Asian inspiration is kind of thing. And he says, right, seats, the number of seats was decided. I guess we'll fill in the gap for real around the time of patch 3.x. Now, if that sounds broken, it's because it is. There's a lot of cutting each other off and not letting people finish the sentences. So we don't actually get to know what they're referencing here, but there was apparently something in the original script that they thought was a bit, I don't know, questionable, dicey, uh, curious about the origin of the Asians that they thought, wow, I'm amazed this even made it through approval process. And now all of a sudden, no, 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 that just got rewritten. They just got rewritten. Um, yeah, they had Kryle's Japanese voice actress on as a guest too. I, I don't think it was her though that that was talking about this part. I, and I can't click to to find out because I have a timestamp, but I can't click to find out without you guys hearing all of it. I'm not surprised that stuff gets cut, retconned, rewritten, and stuff like this. But Kronos, this like this just makes me want to know what that was even more. Yeah, I don't know what they're talking about. At first, I thought they were talking about just like that. It's like related to twelve and tactics, but that's still obviously the case. So it's like they it can't be that. So I have no idea. I, I'm kind of curious too, just to see what it was. Um, Any guesses? But I, feel like- I mean, you're you're a you kind of like a, a little bit of predict the lore guy. I, I I don't. I have no guess for this one because like at first when I was reading this, I was confused. Like when I, I clicked on this, when you linked it and I was like, what are they talking about? Because And then I was like, well, they did, definitely didn't retcon that because all their names still follow that same. There are Asian dialogue pieces that if you look back in like a Realm Reborn and stuff that don't, they kind of don't make sense yeah. or they seem weird or seem out of place or they seem to be referencing something that we never circled back to or we never found out more about so there's there's definitely it's apparent the changes were made in direction for sure sure. you know yeah i I think i think it might be referring to the the lions of light from 12 um and i took some of the names from them even the glyphs kind of reference some of those uh espers from 12 so maybe they're yeah yeah, I, i i think they you know borrowed from there but they're not I think they're referencing not directly linking fourteen to twelve in that way. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't think they're the same characters, but it's definitely to me they're definitely still inspired. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. Because like even their zodiacs are all the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we haven't seen all the Asians. That maybe that's something too. It's like there's still a bunch that we haven't seen, and I don't know if we're ever going to see them. I'm not sure because now we've gone through that kind of whole story, and I don't know how much we're going to get after Pandemonium. Um, so I'll be curious to see that because there's, I'm still interested to see the rest of them and get a little bit more lore on them. And I think you're right. I think probably, I think around Storm, like while they were doing Stormblood, because Stormblood doesn't have a ton of Asian stuff in it until the end. You could tell they were pivoting. Yeah. I think from then on, and that's where you, that's how you get Shadowbringers, because Shadowbringers is like the first real story where you're just like, okay, this has weight to it. It's not just some dudes in black robes scheming in the background. 
Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know what it is, though. I have no idea. And then we got some, uh, could you guys and gals behave on the internet uh, talk. Yeah. <laughs> Yoshi P kind of coming to the defense of his staff, something he's you know been known to do, always kind of <laughs> taking the uh, I screwed this up approach, like even the last time most recently when N. Walker was delayed two weeks. This is all on me. Everybody else's stuff was all ready. It was all set. Nobody was late. The team did a great job. This is all on me. He's done that before. But this time he's kind of going back for, to, to bat for the team. And I'm not going to read this entire thing to you, but he says, really, it's just one thing here. Of course, I'm thankful and grateful for players to tell us that we should do this or we should do that and whatnot. But ver verbal abuses are something we wish could stop. Well, I would like to think of myself as having a strong mental level in Japan, but not everyone shares the same mental strength as I do. Ever since the unfortunate release delay of the expansion, and we did ask players to be mindful of spoilers, but for some reason there seems to be some haters of the game. Uh, again, translation, so give a little bit of uh, uh, leeway here on any slang used. It's probably used on behalf of the translator trying to get the idea across more than the actual language used. Uh, laying around tacking, attacking other players despite not playing the game, and it was quite glaring, and I felt as if those strong words used in arguments against people ended up holding people back because of this. There is a frequently used example or metaphor here. It's like seeing the condition of a car in New York downtown gets worse when it's already in bad enough condition. In other words, it's somehow an acceptable mindset to just let it happen. That's why it will result in staff members getting gradually hurt, and it's especially evident when the staff members work so hard on it, and this doesn't help anyone, neither the staff members nor the players either. This will completely drain away their motivation, and worse, they'll end up quitting because of it, which is why I hope that everyone can understand that. Considering things have been getting really extreme lately, and with staff members putting their all to make it work, I mean, of course, I don't mean everything should just be given praise. Mistakes are mistakes, of course, and they should be notified. And But I'll appreciate it if everyone can give careful thought in their thoughts and feedback before sending them over. Um, we have never, gentlemen, seen anything like this from Yoshi P. And I know a lot of people take a lot of pride, maybe too much pride in, in some cases at... What a great community Final Fantasy XIV has. What a great community XIV has. And that is true to a very large degree, particularly when compared to other MMOs out there over the last decade. However, that doesn't mean that there, this type of stuff isn't happening. The very aggressive feedback, the death threats, the verbal abuse uh, from community to community member, from community to team... Uh, and things like that. But I feel like things had to have ramped up quite a bit. And he specifically cites the Endwalker delay as kind of a starting point for this for Yoshi P to feel like he needed to come out and say, when you give feedback, <laughs> these are people you're talking to. These are people mm -hmm. behind here, Tark. Yep, we're all people. Um, we need to start treating people better whether it's game developers or just other players, heck, even going to the party finder, you know, excluding certain, you know, job preferences. This kind of attitude just doesn't have a place. It's not constructive, doesn't bring anything positive or anything moving forward. It's just, it's negative. It makes people feel bad. Why, why do it? And I know the anonymous nature of the internet, you know, you can say and do what you want. Um, but that doesn't mean it's right. You guys need to check yourselves, your little seedy underbelly. Kronos, how you feel? I was kind of sad yeah, to see him addressing this like this. Yeah, I, me too. I mean, the sad thing is that it's not unexpected, I think. I think I kind of expect... Like, there's people that are just going to do that. And that's think kind the of the point that he's making, though, is yeah. that there is a certain degree of 
Well, that's to be expected. He uses the the New York car breaking down on the road where nobody just pays attention to it anymore. You know, the people being shitty, it is what it is. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for this community, at least in my opinion, is we need to be like better about that kind of stuff, like our criticism and like our feedback in general. I feel like we're kind of bad. Like we love the game, but as soon as someone talks bad about the game or does something or that we don't like, like the community just like jumps on them like a pack, and like kind of just need to like have a conversation. And I think this is the same kind of thing too. It's like instead of just being upset, I understand people are upset when the delay happened, but like we can just like have an actual conversation instead of like just ridicule and like jumping on someone and personally attacking them or whatever that's just like unacceptable so i i i this just it was tough to read it was tough to read yoshi p is a good boss that's what this proves to me bosses always go to bat for their employees and he's always there like even when it's not his fault he'll he'll jump in front so yeah it was tough to read uh neobari you know i'd like to say neobari's wrong in chat but he's not uh, it says it doesn't help that we keep getting sent to the official forums for our feedback, and that place is a cesspool. It's bad, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. official yeah. forums aren't great. There, you know, I'd I'd like to go. Oh, Neobari's overreacting, but I he's not. He's not. Yeah, it's because Japan uses it a lot. Yeah. it's one of those things where like Japan uses the official forums and the community finder, which is like things that NA just doesn't touch. Yeah, at all. So. Um, let's end some Final Fantasy fourteen talk on some good things here. Let's let's go some let's go wholesome, gentlemen. Let's go wholesome. Yeah. You know, like Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no you toxicity on Reddit. There's no toxicity on Reddit. But let's play another round of We Found It on the Final Fantasy fourteen Reddit. We did this uh, a few episodes back. Everybody seemed to like it. So let's do it again. We brought a couple with them. I gotta say I remember showing you, uh, gents, one of a couple hiding themselves with blankets so that they weren't spoiling story for the uh, their partners. That was awesome. Well, here is a contender for Girlfriend of the Year. Uh, this is from Craig666Christ on YouTube. <laughs> Says, girlfriend's been logging me in early so I can play when I get home from work. Then she surprises me with this for my birthday. And look at that lovely pillow. <laughs> this world is currently full players in Q83628. That is tremendous. That is absolutely tremendous. That is girlfriend of the year uh, contender material right there. Not only, not only does he get the cool what... pillow, but she's been logging <laughs> him in early. That's Every amazing. day so he can play when he gets home from work. Lots of people chiming in that their significant others have been doing fun stuff yeah. like that, too. I uh, had my girlfriend log me in a couple times. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't have that kind of a uh, uh, partner, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, I don't know whether to love this pillow or want to, you know, you know, yeah, see the it hatred does. into it. Yeah, it does. Maybe it's like an anger pillow, right? You know, no, here, you, when you get angry, punch this. No, you, you sleep through that cue. That queue, that's an eight-hour queue at least. Yeah. Eight yeah. hours. That's a, that's a bit optimistic. Like you lay your head down here. <laughs> <laughs> you just go to sleep. So definitely a huge uh, Reddit thumbs up for that one. Uh, Rockout2112 brings a question to Reddit, and I want to know your answers, gentlemen. It says, okay, you're a citizen of Eorzea. You can be anything except a heroic adventurer slash warrior of light what's your race but more importantly what is your occupation what is your job in Aorzea, Kronos well, it's easy I'm a Lollafell because that's what I already am Ugh. and uh, I'm the luxury mount seller dude that's me that kind of makes sense Yeah. that kind of makes sense I don't know. I I see you more as the used mount salesman. Oh, when you're done, when you're done riding them, you sell. Well, it doesn't have to exist. Some people like Chocobo Porter. J Knight thirty one thirty five on Reddit says uh, a corpse, most likely. (laughs) I would not survive this. Destiny Saga says that they're a Namazu working as cleanup staff. The crew that resets dungeons, refills the treasure coffers, sets up the stage so the next party of adventurers can go through the dungeon and enjoy. <laughs> Tark, what about you? Uh, I'd probably have to be a dwarf. Um, not Lollafell, dwarf. It's um, the same thing. No, it's not. And it's... I probably Lollafells are like potatoes. Alchemists. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. But the alchemist the assistant or alchemist of that of something of that nature to dive into my own personal professional background. Uh, so I'm an Ellison. I mean, I'm over six feet tall, so I think that kind of makes sense, right? There you go. And I'm the guy that teaches people how to play Lord of Verminion. <laughs> that makes sense. That's my job. I, I stand there all day just teaching people how that's to play a, Lord of Verminion. That's a lonely job. That is a lonely job. Have you tried yeah. queuing for a tournament lately? Uh, I need no. the. I need. Not since I, I think I need one or two double victory wins. I think you need a total of four, and I, I'm like halfway through or whatever. And I really am looking at it going, why didn't I just do this when I banged out all the other Lords of Verminion achievements when it first came out? Because I ripped through all of them in like a week and a half, two weeks or whatever, except those two. And I'm like, right now I'm paying for it. I'm like, I should have just done this back then. You find one other person, a good, you know, three, three party. Uh, Three-person party. Yeah. And yeah we could feed you wins, yeah, and then you, you just, guys can feed me wins for my keep minion. Keep trading and feeding wins. Now we're colluding. <laughs> yeah. Baron Vegabond says, I'm the guy who's always lifting that box. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Neobari says, clearly a Piazza staring off into the distance in the sea of clouds. That's that's a good job to have. That's a good job to have. What well, you gotta, you, What do you got to do today? I got to stare off, stare off into the sunset. Stare off into the sunset. Take a look at this cosplay. So credit uh, to this one on Yo Mikey Hay is the person that posted it to Reddit, but I also tracked it down to the original Twitter account uh, nice. so that I could give credit to the actual poster of this. Uh, and that was from at Daltu, D-A-L-L-T-O, on uh, Twitter. Final Fantasy XIV Gaia, obviously Oracle of Darkness cosplay. Look at this. That is not cgi you know that that is actual cosplay how dope is that guys and um, that just looks amazing amazing uh, that, is, that is a very intricate uh the ring especially in the back that i had to be a lot of work getting that molded and, and set um and, and i put it in the show notes you know you, you just need to plug kristen ritter into that and you've nailed it jessica jones right there Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, then I asked the gentlemen's, hey, if you got one that you want to do, and Tark came back with this. <laughs> 50,000 people oh, used quiet. to live here. Now it's a ghost town. <laughs> I lived there once. Yep. He used to be there. There's, now there's nobody there. If you I want got- a quiet place, though, do your crafting. Oh, it's that's, definitely that's, quiet. That's the place. <laughs> it's definitely quiet these days. Definitely quiet these days. All Saints Wake. We get it, gents. We get it. Finally. Finally. That clown uh, gear is freaking creepy. Do you think that's like Yoshi P going here? Feed these fucking clowns. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> If I, I gotta, if I got to talk to them about being nice and feedback, all these damn clowns. Yeah, I have an, I have an outfit to represent my gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> good. Uh, anything else? Anything else 14 related, gents? Before we slide over to Square Enix stuff and finish up? I do think I'm going to you know, replay the entire game as that clown, though. <laughs> I saw you tweet that. <laughs> yeah. Like, what a joker. I even reference MMO Bomb. Go visit MMO Bomb. It pays the bills. It does pay the bills. It does pay the bills. This this gig, it don't pay the bills. <laughs> you haven't been following on Twitch and YouTube and Twitter lately, peoples. Felt bad. Felt bad. Uh, in other Square Enix stuff, uh, Team Asano teases multiple titles are going to be announced from their team within Square Enix uh, and released in 2022. Now, if you're unfamiliar... Uh, this is the formerly known as uh, Business Division 11, now Team Asano. Uh, they're kind of merged and now part of Creative Business Unit 2 within the company. Uh, they're uh, Bravely Default 2, Octopath Traveler, uh, Triangle Strategy, upcoming. Mm. Dragon Quest 3 HD 2D Remake. Say that five yes, times please. real fast. Ooh, I just burped. Yep. Excuse me. Um, but they say, hey. We're working on other stuff, and we're going to announce that later this year. They tweeted out like a Happy New Year's image. I got to ask, gentlemen, 
does this mean the tactics remake is a thing? Like, I can't think of what other team would be working on it, right? Like, this is the team you would want working on it, right? I would think so. Yeah, it seems like they're dealing with the aesthetic that I mean, would lend itself pretty well to tactics remake. So, but then there were the rumors that tactics remake was been, being handled by an outside company that Square had given it to somebody else. Remember? Doesn't mean they can't pull it back like uh, a <laughs> seven remake. That, that would feel great, <laughs> dude. We're gonna work on a tactics remake. Uh, Jimmy, did you check your email? No, I haven't. I've been too excited about working on this tactics remake. Uh, Jimmy, 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 I'm going to need you to sit down and check your email. <laughs> you, did you get the memo? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, if you finished your TPS reports. Um, Final Fantasy 16, we know we talked last week or the week before, whenever, I think it was last week, that that's probably going to be backed up about six months because of COVID and now we're not getting yeah. a big reveal until, you know, uh, spring, summer of this year. And uh, apparently the rumor, the word on the streets, I was at the bus stop the other day, going to take the bus to downtown Pittsburgh, and the word on the street was that that delay has then in turn delayed announcements coming out of Square Enix about other PlayStation exclusives, including the next one which, from what we know in the rumors, is not related to Kingdom Hearts, is not related to Final Fantasy, and is not related to Dragon Quest. It's some new PlayStation-exclusive reveal. But according to VCG, uh, VGC journalist Jordan Midler, Square Enix initially planned to announce the new PlayStation-exclusive around this time. However, Square Enix had to push the next big Final Fantasy 16 reveal to spring of 2022, the delay was most like uh, mostly due to production issues, uh, COVID and stuff like that. Unfortunately, that also meant that Square Enix would also postpone the new game announcement so that it wouldn't divert attention away from Final Fantasy 16. And I just got to ask, gentlemen, was anything going to divert attention away from Final Fantasy 16? Like, if you told me, hey, Square Enix is making a new PlayStation-exclusive title, Tark, and I was like, oh, cool. And you said, hey, but it's not Final Fantasy, it's not Kingdom Hearts, it's not Dragon Quest. I would be like, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely interested. I like Square Enix. And then you immediately said, hey, want to talk about Final Fantasy 16? I'd be like, yeah, let's talk about Final Fantasy 16. Like, nothing is going to divert me away from that. Neobari saying 7 Remake Part 2 would, that's it. But I don't think they're going to make 7 Remake Part 2 a PlayStation exclusive. Of course, I think they're going to do timed, you know, just like they did with the first one. But this is referring to a PlayStation exclusive title. I, I don't think 7 Remake Part 2 fits the bill there. And again, you know that it's not Final Fantasy related, at least according to this rumor, so it would not be Final Fantasy VII. Neobari's right. Maybe that could distract, but we know that's not in the ballpark. So I kind of question delaying this one, actually. I kind of question it. Because you, if you're going to delay it, you have to commit now to delaying it beyond spring. And if you were planning on announcing it now, you've now, in, you've now built in a five-month delay for a title that isn't bearing the Final Fantasy name, isn't bearing the Dragon Quest name, and isn't building the Kingdom Hearts name. So generally speaking, if it's not something we're very, very familiar with, it maybe could use a little help on the the hype train, the advertising train. I mean, unless they come out with like, this Tomb Raider, you know, or Marvel Avengers 2, or something along those lines. <laughs> Marvel Avengers 2, I don't think you announced it. I, I got sick. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about this one. I think if... I would love it to be Parasite Eve, uh, Neobari and Chat. I mean, I would Parasite love it to be Parasite Eve. But I even then, I, you know what? I have the ability to be excited. From... Yeah, yeah, that's my point. I have the ability to be excited about two titles. I have that mental capability. Yeah, if they're thinking about Windows, like the Windows here now do it i mean unless the game's not in i would have thought you'd take advantage finished. of the yeah. <laughs> final fantasy being backed uh, 16 being backed up you have this window open to to push some advertising especially if if the title is close to being done if it's nowhere close to being done then maybe i understand pushing it back then uh if like 16's delay 
coincides with this other title being delayed maybe i i don't know um but as far as just pure marketing advertising like the windows there you're not promoting 16 you have this window do it i i don't understand why and and, and if it's not one of the, those big threes it, it doesn't affect it i'm sorry it just doesn't i i, I think some i think some dates must have like coincided i think that might be the issue because like if they but were they already it, did like Maybe. they were planning if the rumor's true and they were planning to announce it around now they were also planning to talk more about 16 around now late december mm-hmm. early january back that up to spring so they were already almost stacked on each other within about a month's time frame anyway yeah but what if like 16's like planned release date had been sometime like much before that plan release date, and now that's been moved out, so they moved the other one out. I could see that happening. I, right, I don't but know. They're, that's, they're not saying Final Fantasy 16 sitting on this new title. They're talking about they don't want this new title to detract from 16. The other way around, yeah, Kronos, I, I totally would get. I think, I, I think that's BS. I think it's the other way around. But Oh, that's the other way around, I could totally get. Yeah. You know, this yeah, little yeah. no-name title or lesser-name title, because we don't know exactly what it is, right? This little lesser name title. We don't want sixteen to just it, it just stomp on it, yeah. uh, and yeah. totally squelch it. I don't know. We'll see. Kingdom Hearts twentieth celebration uh, this year. Uh, another rumor. Not a lot here on, but you know it's their major Kingdom Hearts news uh, being teased. This comes from Jeff Grubb, who tweeted out a uh, bunch of twenty twenty two summer games mess stuff. Uh, January, we got Elder Scrolls Online event, expansion slash DLC. February, Dice Summit. March, Game Developer Conference. May 4th, may the 4th be with you. May 22nd is the Star Wars celebration. And then has the note, Spring, Kingdom Hearts 20th anniversary event, and Final Fantasy 16 trailers and information. June obviously goes into E3 in August at Gamescom. Uh, I, I know Kronos doesn't care about a 20th anniversary Kingdom Hearts celebration, but do you, Tark? Not really. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> well, all right. Congratulations. You've been in 20 years. Your last one was, I guess, a flop. I mean, well, it sold okay. Yeah, it sold <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, a little bit of a sidebar. This isn't directly yeah. related to Square Enix in particular, but. Since Final Fantasy XIV is cross-platform in that you can play on the PlayStation and you can play on the PC. Uh, oh, yeah, my son's going to love any 20th anniversary that they have planned. I, I did want to just get a real quick opinion on this. We don't have to talk about this for very long. But in an interview, uh, Phil Spencer from Xbox actually expressed the the thought that he wants not only Microsoft and PlayStation, but also Nintendo to work together to put cross-platform banning in place so that if you get banned from (laughs) the xbox something or a particular game on xbox that you would then get banned from that game across all the platforms uh or from the platform itself depending on how egregious your banning was he also talked how he would like about how he would like to be able to transfer his his banned list like his blocked user list from one gaming network to another, so not necessarily just limited to consoles there. Now, obviously, that would require a lot of coordination between companies that generally don't coordinate well, uh, even when it comes to cross-play. So let's set that aside for a minute. Let's set aside privacy concerns in that all of these companies handle personal data in different ways, some of them better than others, Sony, and uh, and also have different rules and regulations that they have by like just set all of the problems with this idea aside for a second, gents, and just at the thirty thousand foot view level, I don't like this. I don't like this. Not that I've been banned from games or anything like that, but I don't like the idea of like this. To me, this feels a lot like if you got caught having sex on the bus, and so they banned you from riding the bus you now can't take a taxi cab either. Like, that, that that doesn't feel right to me, and so this kind of doesn't feel right to me. And yes, that analogy is mine, Mike Byrne, 2022. Are you okay with this? 
Does this even I'm, remotely seem like a good idea? I'm not for the same reason you're not. It's there's just you can't really draw. You want to be lines. able to take a cab when you get caught having sex on the bus. That's why. Not, exa- not exactly that. But well, you said the like, same reason. <laughs> the idea, the, the idea of it, not, not the exact. But uh, yeah, I think it's really also hard for me to ignore all those like problems that they would have implementing this. But if I if I could ignore that, I still think the problem is is like you would have to have like some kind of shared thing between all of them to prove that it's like the same person. And then now you're, mm-hmm. it's, it's weird. And like you said, it's like, it's, it's two different things. It's like the bus and the cab. So it's like, but Tark, I, man, that would really help with some of the stuff we were just talking about. And like yeah. racist and homophobic and, you know, slurring, uh, language slurs and stuff in, in games. If you knew, dude, if I get booted here, I, I can't, I can't play it anywhere. I can't play anywhere unless I spin up new accounts on all of this stuff. And that's a pain in the ass at a certain point. That's a pain in the ass and it's a very slippery slope. I don't like it. Don't approve of it. Um, Beyond the logistical issues. And what they're saying is, you know, if you're you're banned from your bus, you're not just banned from the bus where you are. You're banned from the bus on the rest of the country. That's just what they're trying to lay out there. And I unless you're wearing some nice disguise and buying a new account, you know. I'm it, like, hey, Phil, mm. let's just figure out cross-play for everything first. That's, that's my Let, Let's just do that. Let's just do that. Phil, you're generally, I generally consider you you to be a decent guy, uh, particularly <laughs> maybe a little more customer-centric than some of the others that hold your type of positions. But let's figure that out first. Justin in chat saying, not to mention consoles are not played by a single person in the household. Well, I mean, it would, they wouldn't be banning the console. They'd be banning the account, and you can have multiple yeah. accounts on the console. So I don't think that's really really a concern there. Uh, let's slide over and do love it or leave it. Well, now I just want to go have sex on a bus. Um I want to get some, I want to get some dinner first, I think. Some dinner first. Uh, <clears throat> welcome to Love It or Leave It, the last segment of every episode of The Relic Grind here on Ready Check Radio. This is where I give you something Square Enix related. Could be a feature in a game, could be a game itself, a press release, anything. Last week it was NFTs and Square's New Year's love letter to them uh, and the metaverse. Fuck you. Uh <laughs> <laughs> this week love letter this week i'm gonna give you one uh and we kind of touched on this before but now we got our opinions in it looks like the dev team's gotten some opinion in so i want to know love it or leave it for the npc follow system introduced in Endwalker. and by this one i mean if we leave it we don't see it in any more expansions if we love it it is a staple oh. in some way you know maybe Maybe not as big as it was in Endwalker, but it will be something you see in every expansion going forward. That's the bar. Love it or leave it, Tark. Uh, with those stipulations, I'm going to say love it. They just need to make some tweaks to it, though. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I'll go- normally I don't let you gray area or fence it like that or put a qualifier on it, but I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you do it on that one because they've already said they're going to tweak it. So I'm going to let that go. I'm going to okay. judge judges. Judges. All right. That's been allowed. That's been allowed. So you are allowed judge. to love it. You are allowed to love it. Kronos. Yeah, I'm leaving it. I don't. I'm going to leave it too. Burn that son of a bitch down. <laughs> like, I mean, we already wow. summoned seven other people. Like my bird is broken all the time. I don't need to follow people. So I'm leaving it. Justin says, let NPCs follow me, but without any restrictions. Just let me have my team follow yeah, me in general. It. Yeah, they need to tweak it. Just let them follow me in general. Chat, that's going to do it for the Relic Grind here today. But don't go anywhere right after today's show. We've got Ms. Faye Death coming back with a live stream Thursday evening hangout. Hi, Faye. How are you? How about you? I can't complain. I can't complain. What are we playing tonight? So we have 16% left on Alien. Oh, are you kidding me? You didn't quite get there. Not quite. And I have a really bad plan to get us through the part that we're stuck on. So hopefully it works. It'll be a good time. (laughs) I'm intrigued. I'm sure chat is too. We'll turn it over to Faye in just a few seconds. After we uh, finish the show here, we'll go dark relabel stuff. By the way, if you're looking for an MMO community and you want to check out uh, like a Discord that can do that, 
uh, MMO Buds. Go check out my my boy's stuff. MMO at MMO Buds on Twitter. You can check it out. It's just uh, if you're just looking for a social group to play a bunch of different games with. There's a ton of different people in there. It's not sponsored by or supported by or part of Ready Check Radio. It's just a buds thing. I happen to be in their Discord, doing a bunch of things and hanging out and playing new games with new people. So if you're just looking for a, you know a good time, I shouldn't say that right. If you're looking for a good time, <laughs> <laughs> head on over to MMO Buds. Uh, but yeah, this is one of my boys' projects, so let me help promote it to those of you that have not clicked the subscribe or follow button here on Twitch. It's been two days. It's the first time in a, in a year somebody has not followed the page. <sighs> Help us out. Help us out. We, You know we love you. Until next time, we'll be back next Thursday with another episode of The Relic Grind, but we'll be back here Saturday with an episode of Gaming Gumbo reviewing the week in gaming. Until then, Kronos, where can everybody find you? Uh, same as always, Twitter. I'm sure uh, this weekend after the Eagles lose, I'll be on there. Not happy. And uh, maybe next week I'll clear Savage. I'll well, I'm just, like I said, I'm just glad that the Kansas City Chiefs are throwing Ben a retirement party. I think that's really <laughs> nice of them saying, you know, come on down to Kansas City. We'll have a good time. What about you, Tark? Where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me at Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, all at Tarkoth Gaming. Um, I'm going to be sad because my team's not playing this week. It's just... Uh... Oh, we have a buy. That's right, because we're that good. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right there, Magic Man One. But more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O. And we'll tweet every time we go live with a podcast or one of our volunteer streamers who I love very much starts their shows. Come hang out, click follow, give them much love. Until next time, gang, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Later. Later.